Hello there and welcome back to the SWTVC podcast, the audio home of the SWTVC crew and the ongoing push for the continued existence, expansion, and success of the heritage scale of Star Wars collecting. I'm your host, Evan Freeze, or as you may know me on Instagram, at Mile High Ground, and today I am joined by the immeasurably amazing John Lindquist, a.k.a. at The Vintage Concepts. Uh, actually, you're kind of the host of the show, but uh, don't tell anyone else. We, uh, we can do this. <laughs> I just provide incredibly detailed lists. You know uh, what? From research, but you, you, you do the, all the actual heavy lifting and all, you know, all the behind the scenes work. I don't know, man. The research is uh, pretty integral to doing a research-based show. So thank God for you is all I'll say. Sorry, it's, it's more reminders <laughs> for a lot of this stuff because I, yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. But uh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, so yeah, today we are going to kind of dive into talking about you know, hmm, books and figures based on books and comics and all of that fun stuff. Uh, but before we jump into that meaty topic of the day, John, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I have I have slept since the last episode. I was very tired last time. I'm still fairly tired, you know, but I'm back to my normal amount of tired. So it's it's nice. All right. You kind of back in your normal time zone, like feeling yes. adjusted. Good. Yes. <laughs> good. Yeah. I uh I don't have that excuse for why I've been dragging ass the past couple yeah. weeks, but what can you do? At least there's starting some understanding is, at work. Starting a new job can be as intense as traveling across the world sometimes. So Yeah, yeah. Even you know, so. I I don't know if I'd rather travel across the world or have a routine where I have to spend the rest of my foreseeable future waking up at six AM, but hey. Oh no. Know, fair trades. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh, that's yeah. 6am is late compared to my usual, uh, coffee shift days. So I think yes, I only wake up at 6am when there's a Star Wars celebration to get in line for, or, that's or true. A, a target pre-order to, uh, pre-order and then miss out on and get canceled six months later and that whole rigmarole. So, you know, I wake up for the fun stuff only, you know, I got to say that this hobby uniquely prepares you for getting really crappy stressful sleep and still being able to wake up on a dime to you know either do a pre-order or get to work on time or just on time so i don't know i guess thanks hasbro thanks crippling materialism i don't know i don't know uh Anyway, you know, I know there's not a whole lot since we last chatted in terms of stuff we've gotten in the mail, but, you know, I like to start off the episodes asking what came in for you. What was your mail call? I know I've got a couple things, but John, did you get anything in the last couple weeks since we last chatted? I think the main new thing is the uh, the Navarro Cantina Stormtrooper with the E-Web, the um, fourth Rocker Ankle Stormtrooper. I think it was the first one to be announced, but it's the fourth we've gotten in the past couple months yeah i guess it was announced alongside the incinerator trooper with grogu but between those guys and then the two gaming greats yeah we're we're flush with rocker ankle stormtroopers at the moment um it's nice it's a fun set it kind of it fell forward and then kind of got warped like i didn't notice it for several hours and then uh so <laughs> kind of dealing with that still but i love the blast effects i love the details on it it is obviously smaller than the uh rocket firing one from 1997 but I'll assume it's more accurate and uh, it, it's fun to have it. And yeah, I'm not used to the, uh, you know, not having 40 packages arrive every day like it was a couple of weeks ago. And I'm sure it will be again very soon. Yeah, it's uh, I can feel it beginning to ramp up again now that the uh, the Dinger and Morak wave is starting to be more plentiful, uh, at least the yes. individual figures from that shipping out, which um, 
I did get the uh, Stormtrooper with the E-Web, which was great. But thanks, Walmart, for sending me two in an envelope that were totally smashed. So I just opened oh, them both and I got to track down one that's not tor- horribly screwed up because still with these 20 some dollar deluxe figures i still got to collect too so nah, and i nah. i got one and it was in a box like perfectly sized to it there was like a slight ding on one corner but it was totally fine so yeah it's so uh, weird it's a gamble man but i will say so i, I complained recently uh, i think last episode it was you know, you know me complaining uh arc trooper jesse uh my carded sample the only one that i had was decapitated in the bubble his head was floating above his body and that was bothering me even though the package was minty and it was like uh anyway i got another one from amazon and uh he was shipped in a box no padding but super mint like almost totally flat he's not decapitated so i can finally open that django wannabe and complete my arc arc trooper crew so yes does it have the um i noticed in my case which i opened since last time we recorded from entertainment earth the only figure that really had the white whatever that is the bubble outline the scuffing to the right side of the bubble the only one was jesse and there was a lot of it on that one there is there is none oh my god uh, on him so Wow, I'm going to have to order from Amazon, even though I don't usually like to do that. But. I hate it. But uh, they did also send me uh, into crippling debt uh, on an overdraft. But they uh, did send oh, me uh, also to cripple me. They sent me four of these guys, the Mandalorians. And I haven't opened one yet because they're all also fairly minty, although it does have a little bit of the uh, bubble residue or whatever the, imprint yeah, the airborne death watch my guy has his viewfinder i only got the one from the case so far i haven't gotten any of the singles shipped i ordered some from pulse and entertainment earth and waiting on them i ordered too many probably from entertainment earth they're trying to collect them all yeah but <laughs> the the viewfinder rangefinder thing is rotated forward in the bubble if i'm going to complain that's a very minor complaint but it's just interesting to see that so i'm kind of looking for one that has it I'll get like 22 more or something. Okay. I was going to say, I can hook you up with one of my four extras, but yeah, uh, I'm sure I'll I'll have, I'll have plenty of options when the time comes, but thank you. Yeah. I'm frustrated that I have too many minty samples to choose from. So (laughs) that's why I haven't opened a single one yet. So what a problem to have. Yeah. And I know you've been getting more into the uh, Disney droid factory since we've been talking about that more. Way too into it. Way too into it. Damn you, dude. Like it's so good. (laughs) good. I offered you so many times over the years to get you these droids when they were cheap and plentiful i know and yet i mean i feel like i didn't miss some of the big ticket ones like you got me chopper which forever Mm -hmm. thank you that's my favorite one so far and it's yeah probably the best one they've done i'm gonna bite the bullet eventually and buy another one to open up because i know hasbro's at this point probably never gonna get around to it and yeah maybe maybe they'll repack them in a little four pack for the ahsoka series or something yeah disney parks will or i mean because they keep repainting him and they keep he's just now coming out at d23 this weekend as the uh, c1940 the 1940 mickey mouse okay now that shopper version i was was trying to figure out the naming convention on that one so yeah that's always some kind of little pun god bless yeah but um (laughs) you gotta love it yeah i did finally bite the bullet and i I got like a 40 dollar um r3s6 as we were talking about the only piece i was missing the piece i traveled around the world to get and still couldn't, couldn't get it so i said you know that's a sign from the forest that i should just probably buy it you know yeah i'm glad you did i'm glad you did i think we yes, were yes. Uh, i was jealous that you're you were able to uh fill the hole in your soul for such a reasonable <laughs> dollar amount and here i am sitting yes. here 
really staring at uh, the lightsaber set that they did for D23 with the three Obi-Wan oh, Kenobi hilts. And it's like 550 at the show. And I think the oh, cheapest God. it's going on eBay is like a thousand. And oh, man. I'm just sitting here just like, all right, I'm gonna, let, yeah. me, let me stack a couple <laughs> more paychecks and see how I'm feeling about this later. So. As I was watching all the reveals come out, there weren't a ton. It was just, you know, cool trailers for Star Wars and a lot of Marvel announcements that they didn't uh, tell anybody about outside of the show. But I was like, I probably should have gone to that, but that's OK. Next time, next time. Yeah. But all these exclusive figures. Um, yeah, they don't make it easy for you. Yeah, they really don't. So in, in terms of the droid factory, I, st- I do still need one more of the mystery crate droids. I think it's the blue uh, BB unit, which aren't that bad online. And then I need the pride droid from last year, of course. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> one day, one day. So, you know, the $40 R3S6, it's not the last. It's the last of the ones from the parts bins, but I got a ways to go still. So it's all right. Got to yeah. have a mountain to climb collecting, of course. I hear you, man. Well, thanks to you. I have four of those mystery crate droids. So yes. uh, again, thank you, John. You're, you're, yeah. uh, you're a godsend. So thanks to my friends who got 20 of them at the uh, at Disneyland. And I was like, all right. And then I yeah. still only got somehow five of the six. <laughs> Characters. I looked That's all over you. for him when when I was there for uh celebration. I could not find them anywhere. I think that was like oh, right yeah. on the tail like end. Gone already. Yeah. Jeez. But I was able to stack up those uh R7 TN TNOs or TN zeros. Yes. So that was fun. No, well with B2 email, well, you mentioned with R seventeen zero, uh R seven Tana, whatever. Um some of these figures go up on Shop Disney and sometimes they don't, and sometimes the four packs do. Like the Mandalorian four pack still hasn't ever gone up. A friend got that for me when he went to Disneyland and then, but the Obi-Wan's. Set, it was really uh, plentiful when I was there. Okay. Yeah. So sometimes they're super yeah. easy to find for months on end, but you still have to get there or know somebody who's going there. So I don't know. It's, it's an, yeah, it's like, the, the Obi-Wan pack. I didn't mean to cut you off there with the no, Obi-Wan no. pack. Um, but that went up uh, the other night and uh, you were the yeah. first person I texted. And of course you were asleep, yes. you reasonable idiot. Uh, <laughs> so you missed it, but luckily I ordered you one, but. Yeah, the West Coast folks are really screwed on these because they go up at like two or something, two or three in the, the morning for I us. checked right at, yeah, I checked right at one thirty, I think, or one fifteen. Well, I think it may have been about midnight your time, a little little past midnight your time. Okay. So you must have just gone to bed. Uh, that's why yeah. I texted you like, wake up, wake up. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I turn off my uh, my buzzer so I don't wake up. Yeah, I get you. You guys are texting me about stuff, but. Yeah, Probably also, should turn it back on, I guess, clearly. I was going to say, man, you got to be prepared. You always got to be prepared to jump out of bed at a moment's yeah. notice to spend money. <laughs> so uh, they were cheaper online, though. It was $29.99. Is that? Yeah. Uh, what was it previously? I saw people commenting on that. It used to be 39 or 49 I think so. I don't know. I, Regardless. Weirdly enough, those haven't shipped yet because uh, usually yeah. my Disney orders ship real quick. But my extra B2MOs uh, shipped finally. So. Mine shipped as well. I think they might be coming today. I'm not sure, but it took them like oh, three or four days to ship. So I was a little bit like, because my cards weren't processing and like the app versus the mobile site versus the desktop site. It was all a little bit confusing, but I think we'll, we'll have our droids soon enough. When I added that extra one, it said uh, out of stock and I don't know oh, why geez. it let me. It's so like it, it let me add out of stock items to my cart and still check out. It what was weird. So that's why I was sitting there waiting for the, um, the shipping to happen. I was like, eh, yeah, is that going to happen? So anyway, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. Cause I, I already had one for myself carded minty and then an opener and that droid is fantastic. So I just wanted to make sure I was able to, you know, cover the base there, make sure you had one, uh, you, make sure my cousin has one and we'll see what happens with the other one. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we'll have some, 
extras because I know it still hasn't hit uh, England or Europe yet. So we'll yeah, see. but they did get the C four nine or C one nine four zero. I think it showed up at the uh, UK Disney Store really That's quickly. Right. So, so I don't think it's gone on Shop Disney. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, who knows how it all works. But yeah. yeah, so you've got me running around scrambling like, ah, yeah, I love these now. So um, I have so if you ever say there's not enough TVC, there's still plenty of other uh, Star Wars figures to be collecting right now. Yeah, in this I, um, I'm actually scale, I have to go pick it up tomorrow. I got the 40th, <laughs> the only three and three quarter inch mildly articulated uh, 40th anniversary figures for a new hope. The R2 and oh. C3PO pack. I picked that up for like 20 bucks on Mercari. Nice. So I have those guys right behind me. I'm Somewhere on the droid shelf. They might be on the New Hope shelf. I got to <laughs> yeah. organize a lot, but they're, they're back there somewhere. I hear that, man. I hear that. So, yeah. God, I wish I didn't love those things now. <laughs> Never cared about droids. So I wonder if, like, you know, a couple years from now, I'll just be like, oh, I'm looking for all the clones. I'm a clone guy now. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I think, <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking about that. This is a quick aside. You know, with the droid factory stuff, I sit there and I, I look at, for example, that kids show that they just announced, the High Republic uh, kids show. that they, The Young Jedi Knights. Yeah. And, and things like that. Man, I know it'd be creepy to have like, you know, human body parts and whatnot in a bin. But why don't they have like a little Jedi apprentice figure builder that's like. Or a clone for, figure bins that you can just assemble your own colorful troopers and Jedi yeah. too. Maybe so, the reason you just said, I think, yeah, I don't know yeah. if Lucasfilm just wants to stick to droids only, but Marvel does has no problem with a decapitated, uh, you know, loose heads and arms and everything else in, yeah. in their Legends packages. So it's possible. I'm, sure, it would be off-putting to walk into a Disney store or like the Disney parks and see a bin of decapitated child heads. But like... <laughs> We're also fans of Revenge of the Sith, so it's not like we have yeah. anything against dead kids. So, <laughs> oh my god, it's, keep it's the Order sixty six momentum rolling, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, anyway, you had mentioned uh, the gaming greats uh, a little bit earlier, and we've gotten a few, quite a few of those recently in uh, the Blair in the Black Series. No, in the Vintage Collection, we've gotten some the last couple of years, which has been nice. Um, it did take a couple years for gaming greats to make the jump from black series to uh, vintage collection. Um, didn't they start doing them? When was that? Was that 2020, 2019 that they started? I 2019? remember getting them around. Yeah. 2019, 2020 in black series. Yes. Yes. And then, um, Okay. I don't have the Black Series notes right here, ready to go. But That's fine. We're not really here to talk about that. I, there's just some that I, I look at that would be great opportunities where it's like if they don't want to take up a mainline slot like they did for Black Series where they, they took another crack at Django Fett uh, for mm -hmm. six-inch collectors and gave them a uh, better head deco and different jetpack and whatnot for the Bounty Hunter game instead of saying Attack of the Clones proper and not taking up a mainline slot. I would love to see them do that, you know, even though it's the 20th of Attack of the Clones. Obviously, they're not going to do anything else for it. Uh, I think it would be great if they did, you know, a gaming great Django Fett for, from Bounty Hunter for us because they have all the Mando parts for it at this point. Mm -hmm. be nice but we're not here to talk about gaming yes we're here to talk about publishing oh what? which is something that uh similar to gaming greats rolled out in black series i think 2019 ish 2020 uh mainly 2020 uh if i'm not mistaken somewhere in the past two years yeah time is a flat circle but the last it, it, uh, two years has yeah. been like a six-year spread of making no sense <laughs> so 
Uh, but yeah, so, you know, in gaming greats, you've seen in TVC, uh, you've seen plenty of expensive old figures getting repacked kind or, you know, reissued or getting another chance um, under the gaming greats banner or using, you know, kind of gaming greats as an impetus for it, like Shay Visla getting uh, an update. That's an expensive aftermarket figure. Um, we're getting star killer again, uh, probably just a reissue, uh, I think is what they've said. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably not a gaming, well, maybe a gaming great. So he's an expensive, uh, secondary market figure too. So just, nice to see him again. They can just slap that logo on the back of the figure. I think it's kind of whatever, you know? Yeah. But you know, talking about publishing, uh, black series has gotten a lot of fun things and some that have been really painful to watch as three and three quarter inch collectors, yeah. uh, of things from the absolute, plethora of sources to choose from when it comes to star wars publishing be it comic books be it novels junior novels any of that stuff uh be it legends or canon just since you know the 70s till now it's a storied history i mean the books and comics really were the lifeblood of star wars for the longest time when we all thought the movies were donezo so that was our star wars for quite a long time in between the gaps between the original trilogy and the prequels and the prequels and the sequels. Uh, now we don't have to worry about having gaps and getting new star Wars. We're spoiled every, uh, every couple months with something new. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, but we're still getting rad books, but we're not getting any figures from any of this stuff, which is a huge corner. It's not even a huge corner. It's, it's a large chunk of the entire shape that makes up star Wars at this point. So I don't know, man. Let's talk about some publishing yeah. greats. Is that what they're called officially, or is that what people have kind of done? I think that's just uh, the there's got to be a better alliterative name for that with the gaming great publishing uh, principles. Uh, <laughs> uh, the princes of publishing, the the best of books, book the best of I don't know. book bests. Uh, what was it literary <laughs> legends? Is what I was thinking of yes. last night. Um, but also steal uh, McFarland's uh, Daddy Todd's uh, Page Punchers. So. Yes. I don't know. Are those figures supposed to be punching the pages? Are you supposed to punch them out? I don't. I don't understand the punchers. Just I don't know. Superman punches people. I don't. I don't know. I don't they know. they do the pain apps by punching them. So <laughs> looks like it. <laughs> so yeah, like like you said, I think we'll get into more of the Black Series, but they are doing a new expression in the Black. Se- I guess it did start with the Lucasfilm 50th in 2021 of you know celebrating. Like you said, there is so much Star Wars to cover right now, and we're still begging for main characters from the, the TV series and of course from the movies and everything. But um, this is maybe not the top priority for a lot of people, but it is another corner to explore. It's another Avenue to explore because, and yes, because the black series is getting them, it shows that there is, you know, some level of demand for them because it keeps, uh, they keep making more waves of them for black series. So, well, the reason I think it's good to talk about now is yes. Like you said, we, you know, we don't get as many figures, uh, it's 2022 well, we don't get a lot but these don't work a lot a lot of these like they do in black series it's not a place where it's not a parking lot for all new sculpts it's mm-hmm. a lot of reuse it's a lot of creative reuse uh kit bashing yep. partial tooling to kind of keep costs down but still provide a wide variety of you know figures and you know source materials where i think that's kind of where i'm starting to get get at when asking about when when it comes to tvc where it doesn't all have to be new stuff but how can we creatively get these into the line while still not breaking the budget and allowing for all the wonderful new stuff that we're also asking for in the main line definitely just had to clarify that before we get any uh of course where's my rogue one crew comments from you know yeah where are the rebels give me 
bring me Ben Kenobi, et cetera, et cetera. not the other one. So. so, so there's a lot to get to, but as you will see previously in the line, uh, there was plenty of space for this sort of thing. Um, yes, there you go. Uh, All right, that's I go the episode. The, the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say because we're kind of talking about the black series. Do we want to get into those now, or do we want to? Well, let's do the history. And we'll bring do the history the because black series will bring us in modern era. So, got it, got it. So, yes. So throughout the line, there have been a lot of publishing figures. I'm going to sprinkle in, you know, a little bit of video game, a little bit of micro series figures uh, as we go along, just to kind of paint the picture of where we are in the line. So, of course, in the modern line, came back in 1995. Uh, in 1996, there was the Shadows of the Empire, quote-unquote, multimedia event, which was created because the prequels were not going to be on time, but Lucasfilm still wanted to have its partners up and running and making a lot of money for them. So Shadows of the Empire was born. Uh, on Hasbro's part, there was a wave of five figures uh, in the Shadows of the Empire purple branding, uh, including Chewbacca and Bounty Hunter disguise, which was my first ever Star Wars figure as well as everyone's favorite Han Solo wannabe, Dash Rindar. Gotta <laughs> love him in those big old uh, shoulder pads. God bless him. <laughs> but there were, a, you know, a couple of two-packs, which included, like, you know, an Empire Strikes Back Boba, an IG-88 for the first time in the modern line, um, multiple Prince Shizors, uh, and there were three vehicles, including uh, something that we are still familiar with, a repack of the Slave One. This was the uh, Kenner version brought out again for a new decade in the 90s. So, yeah, that was a nice kind of went alongside the comic and the novel and the video game. So they're, you know, kind of video game figures. We're going to push that down. But uh, that was the first really dipping the toe into the expanded universe sort of thing. Well, if I'm, if I may jump into that real quick, jump in anywhere and everywhere. Yes. I know six year old me when shadows of the empire came out and you know, they did the, the figures for that. I remember um, seeing those figures and, you know, being like, Oh, what is that? Like I, cause you know, mm-hmm. I was a six year old and the internet wasn't, you know, a daily thing that you got on to just catch up on news, especially as a child in the nineties. But being really curious about these and thinking they were super awesome. And then, you know, over the following couple of years, those made their way into my, my uh, quote unquote collection, my, my figure playtime box. And I just remember thinking, what are these, what are they from? And then, you know, I, I think I read shadows of the empire for the first time in like, 2000 like so after i had kind of really fallen off into the deep end and stuff with episode one uh and really learning more about star wars and it it was really one of those things that uh on top of the jedi apprentice books that i read all the time as a kid uh that one really opened my eyes to the you know ot era uh novels and Mm -hmm. really really lit a fire under me and i've been devouring those books ever since uh, I, I mean there's tons of tons of original uh of the original run of legends books that i remember reading a lot as a kid and as i got a little older but shadows of the empire does stick out to me since it had action figures for it and i remember mm-hmm. seeing the action figures before i even knew the book was a thing and being yeah. so fascinated by that and it was you know my first steps into a larger world yes so Anyway, well, because it came out right before I didn't get into Star Wars until the special editions a year later. Um, but you know, the figures were still available. So for me, even though I didn't know what they were from, it's just, I wasn't familiar with the story and I still actually have not read it. So uh, Ooh. get mad at me in the comments, folks. But um, <laughs> I know another podcast we can do or yes. something. Yeah, uh, yes, read, that's true. John reads Shadows but, of the Empire for the first yes. time. Oh, yeah. 
But uh, yeah, like you said, I didn't know what they were from, but it was still like, oh, this is awesome. Chewbacca's in, in disguise as a bounty hunter. Oh, this is cool. It kind it's of unlocks your imagination. <laughs> yeah, with a sweet buzz cut and some, he dyed his fur in a couple places for some reason. Yep. But the, uh, the Luke and armor, man, just love that. Yeah. Love that. Gotta have a removable helmet, even though everybody these days they want the swappable. But, you know, back in the day, the uh, removable was the way to go. Yeah. But uh, even Leia and Bausch disguise, which was obviously really from Return of the Jedi, but they kind of build it as a Shadows of the Empire figure, but you know it kind of unlocks other story possibilities for your playtime, for your shelf, for whatever. Um, I, I know that book, that multimedia event, holds a special place in a lot of people's hearts. I don't know if the story itself holds up these days. Um, you know, um, it was it was already rewriting what the Mar- original Marvel comics had already said happened in that period, and now it has is being rewritten by the new Marvel comics. It's all cyclical. It's like poetry. It rhymes. Yes. Yes. Um, so yeah, so that's your Shadows of the Empire. So then a couple years later, 1998 was the first time we saw the Expanded Universe branding with a trademark on the figure line, maybe on anything, I don't know, for a fact. I was, I was reading that the, the term Expanded Universe probably came into use around 1996. Um, good old Pablo Hidalgo said on Twitter a few years ago that it was at some point, um, that it was used on the Star Wars Insider for the first time first time he remembers it in 1996 as they were kind of trying to bring all the non-movie stuff under one branding and act like it counted even though to george it never did that's a whole nother topic um so yeah anyway the expanded universe subline was really a wave of the power of the force 2 similar to shadows of the empire but there were nine figures based on things like the dark empire comics uh the heir to the empire comics and books and the dark forces video game introducing fan favorite characters like mara jade thrawn and kyle katarn uh, those cards, again, I didn't know anything about those characters, but the cards were awesome. They turned into a, quote, 3D play scene, kind of like a pop-up book. If you would just cut along the back and pop them open, and you could put the figure back there, and it looked like artwork from the comics. It was really cool. Um, yeah, there was also, around that time, a wave of three vehicles based on concept art, which we're going to throw in there. They classified as publishing items since they sourced them from the uh, the Art of Star Wars books which were really um, like a snow speeder, speeder bike and cloud car concept. So they were kind of, they were under the branding, but you know, we're, we're getting a little bit loosey with it, but <laughs> so yeah, and a lot of those fan favorite characters in that, in that lineup. Thrawn. I remember uh, I scored that figure. Uh, I, I had had that figure as a kid. I don't know what happened to it, but I uh, was at a collectible shop and whatever year he was debuting in rebels uh it was probably mm-hmm. the week before the rebels trailer that he showed up in hit or whatever oh yeah and uh, i had seen a thrawn in a shop for like four dollars five dollars and couldn't resist wow. i picked him up and then you know the week later it's like oh thrawn's recanonized i was like Haha, yes yeah. <laughs> so. you have a way of so that was on the other end where you didn't spend a lot on something that was about to be relevant again, but typically yeah. it's the other way around. So you're <laughs> it was a profit either me. way. Yeah. Something yeah. in the past couple of years really crossed those wires and now I'm screwed. So, <laughs> so yeah, they, uh, a couple of years later, Power of the Jedi didn't really have a whole lot, but they had again, more concept art figures, a concept art trend continued into that line with just a handful of figures, including one Darth Maul, one Qui-Gon and two Obi-Wan. They were based on unused Phantom Menace designs, but not labeled as such. And on their uh, the Jedi Force files, they were given in-universe backstories. And I personally pretended that they were from the Jedi Apprentice series, which you mentioned, and I loved back in the day. I read a lot of them. I don't know if, how many there were. I'm sure they continued long past 
the time I stopped reading them, but um, it's like twenty some. Yeah, they had like Jedi training, quote unquote, Obi Wan and Qui Gon. Really, those like darker outfits that they uh, were going to wear before they ended up just wearing the Jedi robes from the original trilogy. Um, yeah, it was awesome little, uh, just a cold, way to sprinkle them into the line. Cold weather gear, Obi Wan got a lot of snow. Yes, uh, winter snow time play from me I, I could do an entire episode just on those four figures yes <laughs> uh, i i loved those so much uh you know yeah. obi-wan could hold lightsaber i was a sucker for any figure that held its lightsaber with both hands oh loved the, the training one yes yeah the training the training obi-wan did um I imagine the cold weather one because as we mentioned on the other show the um the jedi who were like the Jedi dropouts, the Jedi mm-hmm. castouts, they would go be farmers on different planets or whatever. So I imagine that, yeah, that was Obi Wan. Yeah, the core. Yeah. Yeah, he was, I don't know, ice fishing or something off on Renvar or whatever. But uh, yeah. I, uh, I was so floored in Clone Wars, uh, or in the Clone Wars, um, in the, I don't know what season that was, but a variation of that costume ended up getting translated into canon and we saw it in Clone Wars. Yeah. Uh, amazingly, Season I don't one, have. Trespass. Yeah. Okay. Y'all really don't have that one? I don't, I don't have the uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan and Cold Weather Gear figures from the Clone Wars lines. So I'll Love have to track Cold those Weather down. figure. So, yeah. Yes, right. Which does remind me of a couple of figures that I forgot. I'll jump ahead a little bit just before I forget. In the Clone Wars animated line, in addition to the figures based on the show, of course, they had a couple based on the comics from the show which were Cold Weather Plo Koon and Cold Weather Kit Fisto, which I have displayed next to the Cold Weather Anakin and Obi-Wan and Rex from the series, which love a good Cold Weather figure, no matter yeah. what they're from. So write Those... more Cold Weather comics and then we'll get more Cold Weather figures. Right. Can we get a? Uh, can we get some more like animation and stuff just set in the snow? Like I love the Ilum yes. episodes of Clone Wars. I love Empire yes. Strikes Back on Hoth. Like, love me a good we snow battle. Uh, we got the that uh, clone the Mandalorian figure that you just showed the uh, airborne loyalist guy. He was from the snow episode, as I said yeah. previously. Oh, and Maldo Crease, uh, Mando, and Grogu. Yes, yes, yes. And the spiders. So yeah, yeah, I like snow stuff. Maybe Hasbro. once <laughs> once winter comes, we'll do a whole snow episode. But yeah, yeah, I'm down. I'm down. That'll be our winter. Our uh, that'll be our Christmas yes. episode. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> our holiday special. <laughs> yes, hell yeah. So back to the original Clone Wars subline in 2003. Yeah, similar to the Shadows of the Empire, it was sort of Lucasfilm working with their various partners to create a multimedia event in between the movies, between episode two and three, as the Clone Wars were happening in universe, they were happening on store shelves. The figures were released alongside the micro series, but they seem to be based more on their comic appearances, or I don't know, maybe the comics are based on the figure appearances. I think they were all kind of working together um, to design these characters at the same time. Uh, similar, jumping back to Shadows of the Empire for a second, some of the vehicles like the Outrider and the Swoop were designed for the special edition, but because of the lead times on that, they plucked them out and put them into Shadows of the Empire. So not the other way around. So get it right, folks. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yes, the Clone Wars 2003 line introduced armored versions of the Jedi heroes, uh, but they also brought in characters who would go on to become fan favorites like Dirge to a degree, more so Asajj Ventress and the Arc mm. Troopers. Dirge was uh, just recanonized last year. Yes, um, yes, in the Doctor Afra comics, right? They haven't done. I'm so behind on the comics. Perfect I to be too. talking about publishing, but um, <laughs> yeah, I I hope they do more with that character. I remember again this line, this 2003 line, much like those concept art figures that we just talked about. This was another mm-hmm. thing that I just went absolutely ape shit for. Like these were figures yeah. that I could not get enough of. I. Yeah. I still think of the packaging to this day. I actually went back and replaced all of my originals 
like two years ago, I found a, a lot on eBay for super cheap. Really? And oh, dude, that that subline is just incredible. I to this day, I I still love them. I just took a nice photo of Kit Fisto last year. Uh, nice. Like, I just love them, man. That's so fun. Like you said, based on either the cartoon, like Kit Fisto, obviously kind of more based on the Tartakovsky series. Well, he, he like, got he got shirtless a couple times in the comics. Yeah, too, I guess I think, he was but... always popping the shirt. You know, like a yeah with like pecs a like that. Gazelle. How could you keep yeah. the shirt on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what is it? Mace Windu was kind of like a uh, in between. I think a lot of them were kind of based on the. Um, to me, they've read more like characters from the Republic comics uh, mm-hmm. from Dark Horse, mm-hmm. uh, like with all the pockets and the gear and everything, because I know those like, comics were very military. So, yeah. And I know because Anakin flew that. Did he fly that Starfighter, the blue, blue, is it called the Blue Angel? No, it's not. But it has like the white, <laughs> that Plo Koon kind of uh, repainted his own Jedi Starfighter to look like Anakin's by episode three or whatever, you know, yeah. I don't know, but it has the blue and the white stripes. Yeah, that um, was, I forget that was if you flew that in the comics. It was yeah. also in the micro series. So yeah. Um, kind of comic figures, kind of animated figures, but like, yeah, Ventress was more realistic looking like her comic appearance. Um, that subline also included, of course, the first super articulated Star Wars figure, the clone trooper with no peg hole. Technically- I found out the other day. Oh yes. Yeah. It was added later. And of course that figure itself was, introduced into the vintage collection via the Republic gunship in 2013, which was very outdated by that point, the figure, I mean, but yeah, uh, yeah. bringing it back to TDC before anybody gets too antsy. <laughs> so uh, yeah, around, you know, 2004, 2005, the original trilogy coming back to DVD, Revenge of the Sith coming out, there wasn't a whole lot of space in the line for publishing type figures. But uh, where it really blew up was between t- 2006 and 2010 with Saga Collection, 30th Anniversary, Legacy Collection, and Shadows of the Dark Side. So these lines would sprinkle expanded universe characters into the main line, typically from the Clone Wars micro series or video games for the most part. Uh, like Saga Collection had some droid and trooper repaints. Um, 30th Anniversary Collection, again, just bringing up the concept figures. It had the uh, Macquarie Signature Series, about one figure per wave, which, again, the concept art is published. So kind of the same, uh, kind of the same thing. And that ended with a whole wave for the Force Unleashed video game, which had had comics too i don't know i guess it's kind of relevant uh legacy collection was incredible for expanded universe fans it had it really started with a wave of uh, the exclusive droid factory figures to exclusive to walmart which had a follow-up wave the next year in 2009 uh, the droid factory long before disney ever used the term in their parks it, it paired flesh and blood heroes with their droid companions which brought in a lot of eu figures like Corrin Horn, who appeared in the X-Wing books and many others, and might have just appeared in Obi-Wan Kenobi as a child, uh, as well as his droid Whistler. K-3PX from the original Marvel Comics, Vader's droid. C-3PX, the badass 90s C-3PO, uh, who killed people from the Dark Horse comic, the Grim Dark Dark Horse comics. So uh, the, and the triple, was it triple, triple zero? The triple zero of Legends. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I instead of painting him completely black, they just had like X's on him and he had like, you know, bandoliers and stuff. But the the bandolier before uh, Rise of Skywalker did it. But if he has a bandolier, he looks like he should have a bandolier, even if he doesn't. I don't know. But and then I5YQ from Darth Maul Shadowhunter, a book, comic, whatever. I think it's a book, right? It was like an E novella or something. Yeah. Um, but they really dug deep for those um, with some new. T- there was also a droids figure um, with Boba Fett. But uh, yeah, a lot of. Was kind of the statement saying we're going to have a lot of expanded universe in this line, 
the main line legacy trade factory introduced R7 units from the books, which uh, I just got you a couple from the Disney parks, of course. Yes, you did. Thank and, you. <laughs> yes. And the uh, legacy collection main line ended with the all expanded universe wave that became a Toys R Us exclusive because it was, the line was, you know, on its last legs. But uh, that perhaps most famously brought in Jason Solo and Jaina Solo, which, as I mentioned before, I lucked out. I found, um, I'd gone to several Toys R Us that day, and the employee at the final store was able to bring out another a fresh case for me because they thought they were sold out. But I said, could you just please check one more time? <laughs> and I got, I got the entire wave, opened them all up, didn't think they were going to be so crazy valuable like they are today. I but, have lucked yeah, out on, later, right? on those figures. I just... I just got loose versions of them. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Greedo 737. You're, you're just a great man. Uh, I got loose versions of those for not terrible prices. Uh, pretty, pretty good prices. Uh, what a few months back. Um, but I had carded versions of those that I scored, uh, lucky got them 50 bucks each on wow. uh, eBay back in 2018, somewhere in there, 2019. So, nice. Yeah, those were those figures haunted me for quite some time. Yes, there was also you know a Kruk from based on his comic appearance. He also Kruk. I don't I have no idea how to I have no idea how to say half the expanded universe names as we always talk about pronunciation on the show. But I usually just give it a single k like Kruk. So so many apostrophes, it's just ridiculous. Right. So I did also but, get that uh, figure too when I got Jason and Jaina. And shout out to yes. uh, my buddy Jeff uh, for, uh, really taking some great photos of that figure a lot lately. He loves yes. a good whippet. I, I, I get it. Those whippets are rad, man. Whippet, whippet good. You might even say name of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these lines also brought in things like the order 66, two packs with some obscure Jedi and clones from the comics evolution sets with things like, again, shirtless Darth Maul. Now uh, multi-packs like the, uh, um, Royal Guard training set and some of the Joker squad from uh, the Legacy comics, not just Legacy collection. Uh, vehicles such as repaints like the Elite TIE Interceptor, Alyssa Kuris Jedi Starfighter, the Dagger Squadron B-Wing, the uh, TIE Fighter with a big old rebel symbol on it. But of course, the big publishing item from that time period was comic packs. That was the way to go if you wanted your comic figures at the time. Which, uh, yeah, kind of started at the tail end of 2006 with Kirk Kanos and Carner Jacks. Instead of putting out one and naming it the other, they just got them both done at the same time. Said, here you go. And then for a while, they it had a lot of those, you know, wacky repaints that we talk a lot about. They had a lot of the uh, Vader and, you know, Stormtroopers with, like, blue shading on them and stuff, which were... Like to ape, like the Marvel comic style. Yeah, when, you know, they had simple coloring, they're not very accurate. They had like a green and yellow Tarkin. Um, it was sort of the, uh, you know, the carbonized of its day, if you will. But a little bit controversial, but some of those easy repaints and repacks helped to fund the new tooling throughout the line. And uh, yeah, I guess I didn't really appreciate them as much at the time as, as I do now. Um, but yeah, this line was incredible. It wasn't always, I'll say articulation wise, sometimes they didn't have, well, as with all of these lines, they didn't always have, you know, knees or ankles or, um, you know, ball jointed everything, but it was enough to get the point across enough to look good on the shelf. This is, you know, what we say when we want maybe more figures that if there's a way to supplement TVC with figures like this, I don't think anybody would really complain. People would complain, but yeah, you know, for Star Wars fans, complain. all we do is complain. 
Yes, uh, but were you collecting during? You weren't really collecting in this time period, right? No, it's one of my biggest regrets in life. Um, <laughs> obviously, my life is charmed. Uh, <laughs> well, the, that's a pretty good regret, you know, to have. That. Yeah, yeah. But that's I, the worst. I mean, I have many regrets, <laughs> many, many deep regrets that I'm not going to get into on this podcast. But one of the greatest regrets I can share in a public setting is <laughs> not collecting actively. Uh, you know, from 2006 to about 2014. Um, mm-hmm. But that's what I wanted to bring up because I love the legacy comics so much. Like, you know, Kate Skywalker, Darth Crate, all that stuff. I missed those figures when they're coming out. However, I do remember I found um, the comic pack that had the Imperial Knights um, and Taurus yes. Draco and... Ganner Krieg. Yeah, I remember those names. Uh well. Love that pack so much. That was one that was one of my favorite designs. White lightsabers before, you know, white saber before they were everywhere, before they were really a thing. Uh loved those Imperial Knight designs. So I remember finding that in Target and I did get it. That was one of the few items I got in that dark times that I wasn't collecting because I had such a connection to those legacy comics. That was like my lifeline to star Wars for just a little while. And it was great yeah. to have a couple figures for that. Um, and then I remember finding, you know, the Joker squad from the, that comic as well mm-hmm. uh, at a Ross for, I think it's still got this, the price ticker or price sticker on it for 1599, 1499. So wow. uh, picked that up, never opened that, but I did open the Imperial Knights, So I don't have those carded, but, loved them again the power of these publishing figures man it got me as i was yeah. like i'm an adult i don't need to do this anymore and <laughs> oh boy yeah here we are yeah i'll just say for the legacy line the legacy comics in addition to the antares draco draco and gander krieg there was uh another uh imperial knight who was i'm looking it up on rebel siegel dare siegel dare yes worse kind of like i didn't Eagles have to look dare. that up <laughs> <laughs> But she came with Darth Crate, mm-hmm. and uh, there was also a set with, um, like you said, Cade D- Skywalker and Darth Talon. And, yeah, and then and Delia Blue and... Darth Nile. Neil. Yes. So, um, again, love those yes. comics, man. I love that I didn't have to look up any of those character names. <laughs> I don't remember, and I was going to say earlier that, you know, I didn't really get into the post-Return of the Jedi. I read a lot of, like, the prequel era, expanding the universe, like, in between the movies and stuff, because was, that was really my jam at the time. And um, I mean, it still is, but you know what I mean? But yeah. um, I never really totally got into the post Return of the Jedi uh, comics and books and stuff. It was just like, there's there's just so much. And it was like, maybe not what I would have done with it. And I don't know. That sounds do familiar. The, not, <laughs> hashtag not my uh, Cade Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's always dicey when you continue a legacy story, of course, as we all have learned many times on the internet over the years. But yeah. um, about the Darth Talon and Cade Skywalker set, uh, Originally, Cade did not have a lightsaber in the set. It was the only lightsaber was Darth Talon's red lightsaber. They did a running change to include Cade's green saber. I got the version before he had a lightsaber. And then I had asked Hasbro, because they would, you know, sometimes they send out replacement parts. I said, please, for the love of God, can you send me the Cade Skywalker lightsaber from that set? And they sent me a second Darth Talon lightsaber. So, sad to say, I still do not have the green lightsaber from that Cade figure, but... Uh, the original version, which that's got to count for something, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I I'll count it in my heart, man. Uh, Thanks. I yeah, I, lo- I love that comic. Again, another thing I could do an entire episode on is the legacy comic, and you know, Cade Skywalker. I'm bummed because I remember, if I'm not mistaken, they had talked about um, another one of Cade's, but it was him, 
Delia, the, which who is the Zeltron and uh, the pink Zeltron. And then um, Jiraiya Sin was his buddy. And I could have swore there was a Jiraiya that was supposed to be coming to the comic packs. Um, and it never happened. I don't know. There was a few. There was a few that were canceled that were shown. Like there was supposed to be um, the I forget the Wookiee from Air of the Empire, and then a Nogri warrior. Um, is it Rara? No, not Rara. I don't know. Probably Rara. But uh, I'll just use a, a guttural uttering, and then it'll sound like a, a Wookiee thing. Yeah, uh, a Wookiee name. And then there was like there was a repaint of um, Luke in his snowspeeder gear. It's supposed to be all white. And a Bespin Han, who was like in a more stark Marvel pattern. Um, I think it's just like, you know, darker jacket and lighter pants or something. But I, the white pilot suit was really uh, striking. I, I wish there was a way to get that out in some form or fashion. Instead, we get a rainbow version of the Snowspeeder uh, Luke figure in retro. So that's exactly mm-hmm. the same thing. Woohoo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, yeah, totally. <laughs> but so, yeah. So this, this included figure, the comic pack included figures from all throughout the saga from. Thousands of years before the movies to hundreds of years after. Eulachaldroma um, and Exar Khan. Yep. That's mm. what I was. Uh, yeah, they were the. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to step They're incredibly there. expensive now, right? Yeah. Uh, to, yeah. To the Do point you have, that, did you ever get those or not? Nope. And nor will I at this point. So uh, yeah. I, could, I could get uh, the Kenobi lightsaber set for what it would cost to get one of those figures. So. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Because even loose, they're. I don't have eBay up, but it's, it's, it's bad. incredible. They're, they're, I think I saw one that a loose one just, sold for like $800. Uh, I don't know oh if it was God. for both or if it was for just one of them. They are two of the rarest figures I can think of. There's an $825 one with $25 shipping for Buy It Now carded 300 loose. It's something, let's see what they sold for recently. Yeah. I haven't Dear looked in Lord. a while, but it's it's a rough one. Yeah. So, Let me just, you can those are, those are ones, bit, you know, uh, if I were to win the lottery or if I were to kill someone who had won the lottery, I would absolutely get <laughs> those figures. It just recently sold the, the pack carded sold for 750 bucks loose. There was a hundred dollars. Yeah. Around 750. It's nuts. Oh my and God. They're fine figures. I have, uh, all the expanded universe figures in order. So those are some of the earliest in the story line of legends. Um, yeah, and those are some of the last ones that came out in the main line. Then Entertainment Earth got a wave of the final four, which were Jeriel and Roland Dyer from the Knights of the Old Republic, Delia Blue and Darth Nile from Legacy, Baron Suntir Fell and Isain Isard from Rogue Squadron, X-Wing Rogue Squadron, and Montross and Jester Muriel from Django Fett Open Seasons. Those were uh, yeah, shunted off to uh, Entertainment Earth as an exclusive wave. I think you, had to, you might have had to buy all four together or... I don't remember, but yeah, a lot of fun stuff in there. A lot of fun Jedi from the Republic comics. A lot of uh, so many clones. Obi Wan with his always. torture mask and Jabim. Uh, oh, yes. Back in his original canon, Jabim. Uh, you know when you got uh, Anakin when he thought Obi Wan was dead. He's all muddy with the short cut up sh- uh, cloak uh, and the yes. what is it the not the YV droid, but there was a assassin droid that he fought. So yes, yes. Uh, let's look at the Republic. Ah, uh, I love man. Obviously, I was into the. I was still really into the comics. Uh, yeah, yeah. That whole that whole span. Yes, publishing is just as much Star Wars as the movies and TV sh- uh, TV shows are. Damn it! Listen to me yell. At I'll the say. Clouds. Here's a here's another list, but of the Republic, I, I just search Republic on Yak Face. There was Quinlan Voss, the first Quinlan Voss figure in Vilmar Gark. 
mm-hmm. Billy. And there was Obi-Wan, as you were talking about with Arc Trooper Alpha. Uh, Anakin Skywalker, an assassin droid. Commander Keller and Galactic Marine. That was from the sort of post-Revenge of the Sith uh, storyline with Quinlan Vos. Then another Asajj Ventures with Toll Score, who looked like a kind of a southern rocker or something. Yeah, Kid, um, Kid Rock went to the dark side. So- oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Clone Trooper and Clone Commander, which I think was the 212th version. No, that was the uh, Kashyyyk 41st version, also from the Quinlan stuff. Uh, Tra, Saw, and Master Thome, the Tree Lady Jedi. And uh, yeah, Jeriel and... No, that's from Knights of the Old Republic. Excuse mm-hmm. me. So many eras, and you could, you know, a little bit from here, a little bit from there. It's just so... Ex- it's expensive. Did, so did not, they ever make expensive. Zane? Now they're yeah. expensive. No, they never made Zane Carrick. Okay. And I know that was a big uh, there were a few oversights yeah. at the time where everybody's like, Well yeah, a lot of the secondary characters from Knights of the Old Republic uh, comics or the Old Republic comics. And uh yeah, they made what are they made people were mad they made uh Baron Fell without his uh I forget what the whole controversy was. He was in a imperial thing. There was a goatee. The goatee was in the wrong figure or something. I don't know. People were <laughs> mad about. See, that was how nitpicky we can get. Now we're just like, please give us anything from these. Ooh, Back then, it was like, I know another Republic figure though, um, which doesn't really count as Republic. They counted as the Hunt for Aura Singh. I think it it was Ashrad Het, and he was in with the yes. Dark Woman. And I think it was a Hunt for Aura Singh comic that they packed him in with. Uh, but he oh, yeah. had a removable Tuscan mask, and it wasn't. In, we never saw his face until the Republic comics when um, he was. That was one of my favorite issues of Star Wars. Anything is him and Anakin are working with Kiati Mundi when Anakin thinks Obi Wan is dead, and Anakin hates him because he's a Tuscan, and you know Anakin just slaughtered a bunch of them not too long ago in that timeline, and uh, yeah, he's, you know Ashrad is just like, hey man, I'm not gonna tell anyone what you did. That's between you and your God. So you, if you can make <laughs> peace with that, good for you. But uh, you you let that weigh on your heart, and you feel that, and then he's like, look, I'm a human, and he takes off his mask, and he's like, I just what? believe as I, I I live as a Tuscan. You know, it's not we're not savages and ah, whatever love. It's a nice little morality play. Love that issue. Uh, I wish I could remember that off the top of my head. I might have to reread it later today, but nice. Yeah. The comic packs, they brought out both of the hats. They both, they brought out Sharad hat with Kiati Mundi with a new hat, mm-hmm. uh, which was awesome. I don't know where he gets his hat from that head, but, uh, <laughs> and then Asherod with there's the a whole planet of them, John, they have to make I, clothing. They gotta have, they got, there's a haberdasher <laughs> on, uh, Syria. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I don't know. Do you have a lot of these figures? Have you gone back and gotten a lot? I got them all at the time, of course. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've had to do a lot of backfilling, like I said, with Jason and Jaina. Um, you know, I just I, I just got a loose uh, Ashrad and Dark Woman, finally. Um, I got a lot of them actually over the last few months. Um, okay. Over the last year, I added most of them. And I think the only legacy comic ones I'm missing are... Um, Delia and Darth uh, Darth Nil. Uh, I don't have loose of Joker Squadron. I just have my card or my packaged ones, but I'm I might open those. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I I those are those are ones that I I'm having a lot of fun. I don't know if it's fun to sit there and spend irresponsible amounts of money, but I'm I'm having a lot of yeah. excitement. There we go. I'm getting a lot of excitement <laughs> tracking those down and finding deals on those. Um they're incredible. Even if they're not up to modern standards, man, like Ashrad Het is one of my favorite absolute yeah. all-time favorite Star Wars characters in general. So having a good figure of him is great. I, it makes me really happy. Nice. I'm trying to look 
Yeah, because I don't have quite the uh, emotional connection to these stories as you do. But, you know, just some of the figures were so awesome. There's Luke. There was, I guess, two packs of him with Adina Shan. Mm -hmm. But one where they're in, like, the all-black yeah, tactical black. outfits, yeah. which is just so dope. Yep. And uh, I remember the uh, Kofi Arana and Boltar Swan, where she had, she's a little more armored. This is before they made a uh, Boltar Swan from Attack of the Clones, but uh, from the Purge comics. Mm -hmm. And um, Kofi Arana, he has, like, Vader's cut-off arm, like, stabbing him. And you can have the uh, the knife connects to a hole in his chest, which is awesome. It always got to rotate it every couple of years because it kind of, it sags after a while, but it's it's such a cool display. <laughs> but you can build it out with not just the comic packs, but yeah, the Order 66 packs with some of the troopers that they fought in that issue and the, uh, just all the different little sublines and ways to get the Expanded Universe figures into the line as they did at the time, which was just really, really awesome. So I was shocked that they didn't lean too hard into New Jedi Order for figures in, in well, those years. Yes, and I think we've talked about it before, but I think because the New Jedi Order existed mostly as books, right? Not as comics. Correct, but... So obviously, as comics, they didn't have novel event. packs. Yeah. yeah yes, it was true. a big event, but um, well, I think yeah. I remember at the time, I think Daryl had said, and I know you disagreed with this to a point, but um, since comics are inherently more visual than novels novels you just got to hallucinate in your brain and then that's uh, where the pictures come from other yeah. than the covers um so i think they would lean more into the comics because you know more visual reference exists for those obviously now like with the high republic and stuff they have concept art or official imagery of the figures of the characters yeah um and you have created some but we'll get into that um but i think you know as important as the novels are to a lot of people I think because, you know, the comics are more visual. Yeah. Like if they were to bring it, like I love Bloodline. Mm -hmm. I love uh, Ransom Casterfo, but I have no idea what he looks like officially. Tom so Hiddleston, if they made a, right? Yeah, he looks like Tom Hiddleston with a, with a cape, yeah. which is also Loki. I, I have that figure already. It's in a different line and a different scale. But, there you go. <laughs> um, you know, so it's hard. So they could just put out a, you know, a senator looking guy in a cape. And it's like, who the, who's this guy? Oh, he's that guy from the book you, that you like. Oh, okay. I didn't imagine it look like that but okay so it's a little dicey yeah. um i think jason and jana were some of the main book figures that they put out it, I, if you ask me it is criminal that they didn't complete the solo family when they had the chance and do uh, uh anakin solo uh in those yes. years i know too. he was but, i didn't george or somebody at lucasfilm was like you gotta knock knock it off with this anakin solo guy he's way too confusing with anakin skywalker mm -hmm. so they killed him off then we had ben skywalker and now we have yes. another guy so I was going to say, oh, you're yep. trying not to bring him up. God bless you. But uh, we almost got there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Love it. Got another, got so, another family. <laughs> <laughs> so that leads us into Vintage Collection. Mm -hmm. So in TVC 1.0, of course, uh, Expanded Universe figures had a dedicated Expanded Universe card between 2010 and 2012 when they made those figures. Um, in addition to VC-54 Arc Trooper Commander from the Clone Wars Micro Series, there were one, two, three, four, five from video games. Uh, I'll say Bastila Shan from Knights of the Old Republic, uh, Malgus, Shea Vizsla, and Republic Trooper from the Old Republic, and Starkiller from Force Unleashed. Is that from Force Unleashed 2? I think it's from Force Unleashed 2. Mm -hmm. Yes. But uh, the only novel figure from that, from the New Jedi Order, is Nam Anor the Yuzan Vong guy who I guess it was in comics, but it, that was, he was mostly 
novels, correct? It was mostly all novels, but it was around this time in late aughts, like before the Disney buyouts or early 2010s, that Dark Horse finally branched into the New Jedi Order era with Invasion. Mm-hmm. It was right. a comic that they did, and it was, I think, the first New Jedi Order comic, first time we saw the Yuuzhan, uh, the Yuuzhan Vong in comics, really. Uh, and I think it was also kind of related because they were still kind of planning on maybe doing something Filoni was with the Clone Wars of doing some Yuuzhan Vong stuff. But Right. That was like, uh, they're going to be totally different but because they wanted to like extra galactic. It was more like an alien invasion, like... Not, you know, not like a full war invasion like it was in the New Jedi Order, but it was more like we need some weird aliens to come in. like a Yeah, exploratory kind of, forces, kind, kind of like the, the yes, harbingers yes. of the, you know, of the later invasion. Yeah. And uh, but on the back of the uh, Naminor figure, he is credited to the Crimson Empire 2 Dark from Dark Horse Comics in 1998. It was like before, I think they just kind of had like a mysterious dark hooded figure in that comic to say oh there's bad stuff coming so stay tuned reader but and then they kind of flushed that out years later but yeah it's based mostly on his novel appearance so i thought that was kind of interesting and i know you're not a big fan of the new jedi order um itself as as a series yeah just i i haven't i haven't really read it but i remember back in the day i was like ah do we need you know chewbacca getting swished by a moon that was kind of the big thing or I was the again hashtag not my Chewbacca, but uh, I'll I'll just say give it give it another shake uh, at some yeah. point if you ever have the time because I've been slowly going back through it in between you know other Star Wars books as if I read anything else, <laughs> whatever. Uh, Is there anything else? No, uh, there's Dune and then there's Star Wars books and that's all you need to know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've been really enjoying them a lot like they've aged well if that makes sense where because we have the other options like yes again being a being a person who has such a background in being a comic book fan this whole multiple timeline stuff different universes yeah i don't understand the issue anyone has with that like because one exists doesn't mean the other doesn't whatever Eh. well i think yeah (laughs) Now, like at the time, I think I was like, I don't like that this is the quote unquote official version of events. But I think now without, even though, again, George would have never said that was the case. But, you yeah. know, the marketing guys and the publishing guys said that was the case because they got it. They got books to sell. They got units to move. Well, they even I got Mark Hamill knowing, to record a teaser for Vector Prime. So, yeah. But, you know, and even that was coming out as I think, you know, George was focused on the prequels. And then he was like, I'm not going to ever do the sequels. So go ahead and play in that sandbox for a while if you want. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of the prequels flair and panache, but in the original trilogy setting, like in the original trilogy universe with those characters, I think, but yeah, so now that's not, now that it's not the only one, now that it's not the official one, I think I can look at it for what they are instead of, you know, what they're claim they're trying to be. Maybe. Yeah. They're fun, man. They're a lot of fun. I'll, I'll give you that. Okay. All right. All right. So yeah, so that's really the only vintage collection did not have a lot of uh, expanded universe figures in the first run anyway. Um, and then once we got into Black Series 3.75, aside from a couple of the TVC video game repacks like Darth Malgus and Starkiller, uh, the EU, the only EU figures in the Black Series were in the 3.75 inch were Darth Plagueis, who was really a movie character mentioned in Revenge of the Sith, of course, but based on his expanded universe appearance, um, as well as Mara Jade, the third Mara Jade, um, there was another one in the comic packs line. Uh, she won the 2011 Fans Choice Poll as Mara Jade Skywalker, 
So I think a lot of people, at least some people that I saw at the time, thought that she would have her green Jedi robes from one of the book covers. Uh, but instead, Hasbro opted to do the third cat suit. So who knows if they're ever going to do an, I'm assuming they're never going to do another version, at least in their real scale. Yeah. There's, you know, there's rumors abound <laughs> of uh, a six inch version, but. And I would, I would hazard a guess any new version would be the iconic cat suit version. So. Yes. I, I, I assume as close as we'll get is um, a repack of this one, hopefully with a new head or at least a new hair. That hair was insane. She's very, she's an incredibly nineties character mm-hmm. um, in a lot of ways, but the 2013 figure looked like an 80s uh, music video uh, star rock well, star Shea yeah right yes Shea Vizsla goes to show though that even with something so simple as just a new head sculpt on that old figure mm-hmm. really elevates it and brings it to a new level even though it's not at the modern level of articulation it's still a damn nice figure so it's still good and of course tyler put the shave isla head i'm sure other people have but they put the shave isla head on the mara jade body and it looks a lot better maybe that was maybe that was a way for the star wars team to get out a new mara jade head without you know lucasfilm being like ah don't go there i don't know Mm -hmm. but the uh i'm sure she's on she's on the table at some point um yeah i mm, that's a tough one i i would love i would love to just i would love to see that that figure repacked into of course i always want to ask for new but if we're to get a mara jade and the only way to do it is a repack i would love to see a repack of that figure with a new head sculpt on a tvc card she's going for about i don't know 40 50 60 bucks online carded in the black series um what about good old plagueis is another plagueis. one that... <sighs> the tragedy of darth plagueis the wise is that he's going for about 50 yeah, <laughs> that's not terrible. Did, that was one I, I found that one at the Disney store because um, that was, he was pretty rare back in the day. It was hard to find him on on regular uh, store shelves, but uh, I guess Disney store was a regular store. R.I.P. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, cool figure. I remember seeing I had done some photography for Sir Steve's guide for that figure, and that was used as like a uh, a big conspiracy that Ray's staff was Plagueis's staff because the action figure came with a staff, which I don't he used in like one comic appearance or something like very it wasn't like important to his story whatsoever no it was just like a cool accessory for the figure to hold and they're like oh my god it's ray's staff so i got to see that photo used a couple times in like clickbait (laughs) articles back in the day yeah anyway simpler times yes yes so moving back into tvc for 2.0 we don't have a lot of uh we have a lot of video game characters in a TVC 2.0, thanks to gaming greats. A lot from Jedi Fallen Order, Jedi Survival, Jedi Survivor, Battlefront 2, uh, Force Unleashed, um, a repack of uh, Starkiller coming up, Cal Kestis coming up, um, a whole pack of Jedi Survivor figures coming up. Um, yeah, we are flush with uh, video game characters in TVC 2.0. And, uh, but for publishing, we don't have a ton. We have VC 129, Dr. Afra from the Marvel comics, who also won a fan's choice poll. It's a really nice figure. It's a very nice figure. And she was released alongside, um, her droids BT one and triple zero in that Dr. Afra comic set is a, a comic con exclusive. And we were told those f- two droids would be released, re-released and they never were, but at least never she, too got late. A, she got it. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's still time, but, yeah. uh, 
she got her card and that was in the era when so after you know 2012 vintage collection went away the figures anyway um 2014 that's when they said expanded universe now that's legends we're not going to use the term expanded universe anymore we all know that whole situation um so now new figures in tvc 2.0 did not have the expanded universe designation anymore we've seen a couple of repacks shay visla and the old republic trooper still use the expanded universe uh card it's the same front of the card yeah, since other than legal warnings reissues repacks. yeah yeah but um so for a while the uh expanded universe figure you know non-movie non-tv show figures were using um the classic a new hope star wars double racetrack card and you don't like that do you i don't like that i i disagreed with that decision i think you know keep it to a new hope in yeah. my opinion or you were talking about you know doing some of these uh like comic characters we'll discuss in a minute but um on an a new hope on a star wars card it was before it was a new hope you know what i'm talking about yeah 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 but I think maybe of that era could work. We got Boba Fett on that card, which kind of opens the door to characters that were kind of introduced around that time, pre-Empire Strikes Back on a Star Wars card. But something about, I like Dr. Aphra, the character. I like her comics. I like some of these other ones. I like the gaming greats, but I'm much happier now that they're doing gaming greats. They shifted after the first wave of gaming greats, putting the little video game logo on the bottom right to putting it front and center in the big, bold red text battlefront 2 or jedi fallen order or whatever it just makes them feel cooler you know i guess i get that people don't want to have a million different sublines for every property but i think that's the way to go especially we're going to have a we already have a nice little subset of battlefront 2 figures we have a nice little subset of jedi fallen order figures um except for the mains if they, except the main guys but yeah that's all right <laughs> or, or the clone wars micro series now is on that card yeah. um whereas the original arc trooper was on the expanded universe card. Anyway, that's my little rant about the Star Wars card. But so, so we also yeah. So like Doctor Afra being on a regular Star yeah. Wars card, she's introduced in the Marvel Star Wars comics right after New Hope, and that's that in between. So sure, she gets a pass for being on a Star I, Wars well, card. I, what I meant by like a New Hope era, I meant like real life era, like nineteen seventy seven to nineteen seventy nine. Okay, you don't mean canon, mm -hmm. like in universe. I don't mean yeah. Yeah, so like ah, she can kind of get away with it, and then I don't know what. Well, I'll just you, say real quick. The, yeah, what would you put on it the, though? Because the the comics only called Star Wars. I know. So, <laughs> well, she got her Doctor Doctor Afra comics. Well, now, yeah. So yeah, you know, yeah. at the time though, she but didn't. I'll say I'll just say real quick before we get too far down. There's two other figures, non video game figures that were released on that card, not from Star Wars. Mm -hmm. uh, the Shadow Trooper from the Legends comics. And Hondo Onaka from the Galaxy's his Galaxy's Edge ensemble. Um, I do which, wish his uh, and, Galaxy's Edge. Because we and we got the big old Falcon uh, repack in uh, on a Star Wars box as well, which I wish that I, I wish that would have had Galaxy's Edge. It's a little tricky with some of these. Yeah, would you call them comics? Would you call them cool comic characters? I don't cool know comic call characters. Yeah. <laughs> Cool comic characters. I need, that I need that alliteration no matter what. Yeah. Um, Page punchers. The, prince, the princes of publishing, the princesses of publishing. Uh, <laughs> I, I get your argument with the Star Wars era for Dr. Afra. It's yeah. just something about like, I don't know. It's just, it's just strange. It's just a little bit off for me. So if they do more, if they do more, let's get some more ideas. Let's throw out some more ideas on the big board, huh? But anyway, there aren't a lot more in a TVC 2.0. No. And as we said, there's we know there's so much to get to. 
There's original trilogy heroes that have not been updated since 2004. And finish the 96. Card anyway. yeah. Finish the 96. There's all the new movies, all the TV shows, everything in between. Yeah. But, not, not a lot of room, not a lot of time. But Yes, but as we got to at the top, the Black Series is uh, bringing out the publishing uh, program. It started as part of the Lucasfilm 50th. They already had some, they have some expanded universe figures. Jaina Solo in her pilot outfit won uh, the fan's choice, which... She has not been made in her pilot outfit in 3.75, and she'd be awesome to see in that look as well. Balance the scales, Hasbro. Uh, yes. Oh, I'll just say real quick on the um, fans' choice front, expanded universe figures tend to do very well on those when there is one to rally behind. Mm-hmm. When we did the top 25 um, submissions the last couple of years, they don't do... There's a lot of expanded universe figures that show up, but they only get a couple of votes here and there. It's a scatter shot, it, man. Yeah, it's so scattershot. There's nothing to rally behind specifically. Um, like there, when there's only five choices and one of them is an expanded universe figure, the, all the expanded universe figure fans will show their support by all voting for that one character. But you know, when there's so many options, it's hard to rally behind one. I guess so. There is demand, but it's hard for people to pick a specific figure. I think. Yeah. I get that, man. I do. It's overwhelming when you look at the amount of things that you want and what's unmade. Yeah. And it just keeps stacking up by the day. So, yes. But uh, if we want to get back into the the Black Series, the specific figures that are done, because these are, yes. as you mentioned, low, mostly low tooling, a lot of reuse. Yeah. So, you know, you had um, what was the first wave was Luke Skywalker from Heir to the Empire, which was just a simple black repaint of the Dagobah Luke that they had just done. Um, Darth Maul, Sith Apprentice, uh, his shirtless look, which we've had, uh, versions of in yes. the three and three quarter inch. And that was, that was new tooling, but they have since reused it a couple of times on various Knight brothers yeah. for the gaming greats line. New tooling, but they used old tooling for his legs and stuff. So he yes, has a partial yes. tool. So, um, mm-hmm. uh, Jackson, this was the one that stung the most was a character yes. that people have been asking for for 40 some years in three and three quarter inch and he his first figure goes to the black series who didn't buy him and you can still get him for clearance yes. prices as websites and are trying was, to get rid of him so yes and he was clever tooling of like the upper torso of x-wing luke and the the legs of a tatooine luke mm-hmm. and, you know if anybody says you know we need uh bays and krennic before jackson no jackson has been around since right after the original movie and it was kind of a little bit of a joke request, uh, kind of alongside like uh, Will Rowe Hood, but it's just one of those things that has been a fan request for, like you said, four decades or, you know, that one stung a little bit to fight. It was sort of one of those things that I never thought we'd see. And then we see it in Black Series. So hopefully there's a way to get him in TVC anyway. I mean, a lot of these and, and looking at the list and we'll go over it again, just these are all simple partial tools and repaints that could also be a lot of these could be achieved in TVC as well with just minimal, minimal yeah. tooling budget. But, uh, we had, you know, like for example, Kirk Hanos or Carner Jacks, whoever it was, uh, not even Hasbro knows, um, whoever they put out in that first wave of the publishing figures from Crimson Empire. Honestly, all they'd have to do for that is they just have to make a second head because they already have, isn't the head on the Imperial Guard kind of based on one of those guys already uh, yeah. in TVC? I, I, I will give Hasbro a little credit. I can't tell them apart. I don't know these guys that well. I, so, uh, yeah, but it's, it's but, just one of those. They already have the base figure for the Imperial Guard was based on Crimson Empire. and Yeah, well, because like the one in TVC, it's like they're, like they're training pajamas, so to speak. Yeah. Whereas the... Uh, 
but the black series tooled it in ahead of time where it's more of the armored look i will say because we got them in the comic pack version i don't personally i don't need them yeah. again i just like think they'd ones. be easy to achieve if they were to want to do for them sure. again so yeah simple repaint honestly for me but i'd just be happy uh and then yeah and then they did a second wave of them just what this year which is just shipping now. Um, just so shipping now. Princess some Leia. Of scale, some of the scale traders have those coming in the mail soon. But. I only ordered one of these. And even then, I don't know if I kept that pre-order. Um, but yeah, pre, uh, Princess Leia from her 2015 Marvel look, which is basically just a variation on the Bespin look with, you know, some gloves yeah. and boots. I did. I, that's another one they could probably throw together yeah, somehow. Because she has, she had two looks in her comic appearance. She had um both of them have sort of new boots and new gloves um sometimes she wears a a brown vest and sometimes she wears like a brown like a cape um they've both been featured in the comics both been featured on the cover the one with the vest has is also in battlefront 2 so that's one i could very easily see them getting into the gaming greats line and i would love to see that that's one of my expanded universe most or you know canon canon non they gotta have a new term for this but canon non-movie non-tv figures star wars publishing galaxy figures, if you will. yeah yes yes yeah so that, that that could be a twofer you know put the get the vest and the uh, cape and call it a day i guess yeah i think she has a different hair style but yeah but uh yeah yeah but these are, they Again, can take some liberties with these since they're not based on yeah. films or uh tv shows um definitely and Sergeant Creel, uh, leader of Scar Squadron from the comics, he's a stormtrooper with a lightsaber. That's about it. An orange yeah. pauldron, and then kind of more like first order stormtrooper looking uh, chest. Some uh, more gear on his uh, kit, I guess. I yeah, and a cape sometimes. But yeah, that's yeah, not on the figure. I don't think. No, but see, that's an easy one to achieve. It's another really easy one to achieve. Um, and then Darth Vader redeemed uh, from Return of the Jedi Infinities, which this is the easiest one. Just take that amazing Dark Times yes. Vader that we just got, paint it white. The end. Don't, don't even paint it. We got the. Yeah. We did get that in a comic pack. We so did. That's another one where I'm not too bummed if they don't redo it. I'm not too but, bummed if they um, don't, but it'd be with this definitive amazing Vader. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it'd be nice. Um, and then lastly, I was hesitant to even count this one. <laughs> I know we've talked nothing but smack on this and I will continue because it's absolute junk. Uh, Kersantan to round out that wave uh, from his heavy, heavy air quotes, comic book appearance. No, no, it was just, they were, they were lazy and they had the Chewbacca mold around and they were like, let's just cast it in black and call it Kersantan. Like, no, come on, man. Crap. It was a little bit crap. Even in his comic appearance. I mean, he's huge in the, in book of Boba Fett when he finally appeared, which was awesome. Yeah. He's a monster. He was even bigger in the comics. Yeah. Yeah. So a little disappointing to see that. So I get that this is a low tooling line, similar to gaming greats. Yeah. But that's like, I I fully understand. That's a little, uh, taking it a little too far. That's like a $28 Java repack or a $200 reissue of a slave (laughs) one. Those, those, that's one, that's one of those bottom three moves that I think they've done recently. So, yeah. And then they were quick to uh, pipeline the book of Boba Fett version for black series. And, uh, you know, we hope it's coming to vintage. There's, you know, say no more on that topic but uh hopefully soon we'll hear something official yeah but if they want to do a comic version i would say take the book of boba fett version and then you know simplify the paint apps 
whatever you got to do, different accessories, whatever. I don't really, I would really vastly prefer the Book of Boba Fett version. I would Since only prefer the Book of Boba Fett version. Yes. <laughs> uh, only. I don't even want to give them the option of copping out and doing yeah. anything else. Uh, I'm sure it was poor timing on, you know, just everything because I'm sure they didn't know he was coming to Book of Boba Fett and they just when they to made capitalize. the Black Series. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. I would I love know, to, but, but it's so, it's so, it's so bad. <laughs> it was so yeah, bad. It's, it's very disappointing, but. But yeah. So I, now, just real quick. I mean, I, I mentioned it on a couple of them, but like on my phone when I was bored and going through the the eight that we have in and nine, if you kind of want to count the 2019 um, Star Wars Luke that they did, uh, that they later repacked yeah. in the main line as Yavin Luke, but they just gave him a lightsaber to say he was from the comics. Um, you know, that's one that to do the air, the uh, air to the Empire one, just use the Black Series uh, three and three quarter inch Dagobah Luke as a base, but with new arms. And put a newer head on it and maybe, you know, use, maybe add some rocker ankles and then add the uh, Imperial Light Cruiser head sculpt, put it on there. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, They did, they did a a different Heir to the Empire Luke years ago with the second Mara Jade figure in the comic packs where he like, he has the Dagobah tank top, but then he has like the X-Wing pilot pants. Yeah. And kind of the, the, the jacket kind of falling off of his back. And that was that was a cool look, but yeah, it would be nice to have the the black suited Luke as well. Yeah, um, and then for Jackson, you know, to kind of do similar what they did for Black Series, use the X wing pilot Luke torso, uh, you know, new rabbit head sculpt, uh, and maybe the uh, the new Luke legs from uh, the Imperial Light Cruiser Luke, uh, and then a new whatever his chest piece is, that, yeah. throw it on there. So simple. And I'll say. Jackson was my number 10 on the top 25. Uh, so he's got a good chance did. of happening then since he's on your yes. list. <laughs> Anything that's on mine, Forgotten. it's never going to happen. But <laughs> yes, most of the figures on my list have already been made. So yeah, good for time. you. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, and then, you know, Darth Maul, Sith Apprentice, they don't really need to do that again because we have had versions. But I mean, they could do a yeah. light update of what already exists, I think would be right. Throw the Mandalore Maul head on it. I would only want that so that they could do more um, Night Brothers from well, any Night Brothers from Jedi Fallen Order. But yeah, these could be they did in Black Series to high mileage things, which yeah. I'm not going to disagree with. Kirkanos, all that, whatever we mentioned that Princess Leia, Marvel yeah. Star Wars, you could do it with the Bespin Leia head and torso, maybe the Fennec or armor, or Fennec use the Fennec legs maybe, or the Fennec and armor uh, arms for like a gloved look. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darth Vader redeemed, obviously repaint the Dark Times Obi-Wan uh, Vader. Sergeant Creel, I wrote, uh, use pretty much the uh, the new Stormtrooper with the rocker angles and all that. And maybe the First Order Stormtrooper torso or a new torso, something like that, and throw them in the think, cape. Uh, I don't think the Black Series one, you, I think it's just the basic Stormtrooper with some stuff added to it. They didn't add, they didn't kid bash it with the, the they, First Order guy, did they? Uh, no, I don't think they Well, he's got a different torso. He should have a sh- more sleek torso than a regular Stormtrooper. Should, but does not on the yeah. figure. Okay, so in the Vintage Collection one, make it a little more accurate. Uh, <laughs> just make a, either tool up a new one or just reuse something that's slightly sleeker. Um, then that, and then Chrysanthemum, um, yeah, don't. Just do the Book of Boba Fett version, so. Yes, yes. Anyway. And they're, you know, if they do more of Scar Squadron in Black Series, it, it'd be interesting to see what else they do. There's some, you know, other dudes have different helmets or there's, there's a, a bigger really big dude, bulky guy. 
a wrecker yeah. kind of guy. Yeah, I feel oh, like they're just get... going to reuse the wrecker mold, but yeah, that's uh, very, very possible and likely. Um, I would prefer Clone Force ninety nine before Task Force ninety nine, of course. But yeah, uh, of course, I can just got to throw that out there again. Um, I think in if you want to talk about wants, um, yeah, you know, please let's jump, let's jump to the wants. Like you said, um, I I would prefer if they're going to do this, I'd prefer they do it from the newer Marvel comics instead of um, any Legends stuff. I feel Legends is generally well covered. I know, yes, we could have rocker ankles on everybody and all that photo reel on Mara Jade, et cetera, et cetera. But if they're going to go down this road, I would generally prefer uh, canon stuff for the most part. I'll agree with that. Um, I think, yeah, I had a list of comic packs years ago that I wanted to see the Princess Leia in her comic outfit with Yvonne Verlaine, another Evan type figure from her, uh, which would be a cool female rebel pilot, which then they could reuse many times over. They had a rebel, a female rebel pilot, um, in like the legacy 30th days, but can, it's been a while. So. Can I just jump in here? I feel like this is the perfect time to just say, can we just get Hasbro to spend the money on like super sculpts for just male and female uh, Jedi pilots? Uh, we've already got the Mandalorians, yeah. but just Imperial generic officers, Imperial please. officers, two generic ones that you can just kit bash, repaint, reuse, whatever, as much as you want. Yeah. Like that would open up so many possibilities. Anyway, continue. Well, yeah, but uh, another possibility for the female pilot would be Shara Bay, Poe Dameron's mom from the comics from Shattered Empire. Um, they could pack in with Cass Dameron, the dad, Ooh, yeah, um, who was a rebel pathfinder, and they could use that part for other rebel uh, troopers. Um, you know, Sana Staros is another big figure, big character from the comics. Um, she'd be an awesome figure. That was the con- one of the many, many, con- a thousand controversies ago when it was... Turned out that Han Solo had a, a wife, which was you know, not really a, a wife. wife. But he's going after what, Leia. Is, eh, Disney. throwing this away. Yeah. <laughs> People had to wait one week for the next issue or a month for the next issue. Yeah, it was, the most yes, it was a ruse. month of all time. <laughs> it was a cliffhanger to get you to keep reading. Imagine yeah. that. <laughs> um, I don't understand uh, storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, from I really like the Poe Dameron comics a lot. Yeah, and uh, there are some fun characters in there. Um, some more X-wing pilots, but these would be resistance pilots. You know, they could do it. Then they do a Jess Pava, who's also in Force Awakens. Um, they could do a Suralinda Javos, Javos, whatever. Another X-wing pilot. Um, it could be a way to get the Poe in his resistance jacket out there with uh, Agent Terex in Stormtrooper armor. It could be a reuse of the First Order Stormtrooper. Uh, from the Kanan comics, which we have now seen in Bad Batch, other versions of. Uh, Commander Gray, Captain Gray now. Um, but I would love to see, uh, I guess these are more Bad Batch figures now, but Padawan Kanan with a new Depa Bilaba. Um, at some point, I would love to see a Ray Sloan figure on the uh, Imperial uh, officer female body that doesn't exist, but would be great for, again, Tala, we've mentioned before. Um, those are some of my wants from, yeah, the newer uh, comics, which yeah. I would love to see. Yeah, there's uh, there's no that's one thing that I've really loved about the new canon is that there's still no shortage of, of things from these books that, you know, we're still getting stuff that we want. And I mean, it is frustrating with the limited figure slots. Like look at the high Republic era. It's an entire era of star Wars that we're never going to see action figures from. And that's one that, you know, that probably takes up most of my list uh, in terms of wants from publishing. So it's one of those where that would require more unique tooling. So I, I think that even decreases the chances even more. However, if they were to go ahead and say to like, make like one of the lead Jedi uh, from the high Republic era, 
they then have the basis to crank out many more it's uh, just off of that basis because they all have a similar uniform unique because yeah similar uniform I, they each of course have two they have their their council and you know uh dress their dress up you know white and gold and then their yeah. regular kind of brown and whatever more familiar jedi looks uh, which again, make a generic Jedi body, male and female possibilities are endless. You can crank out figures that I will buy tons of for no reason. Um, but I, yeah, I just read shadow of the Sith and I think Luke would be a great one from that. Uh, it just reuse the crate Luke figure, maybe re-engineer the bottom of the legs, give them the correct green lightsaber and a younger head sculpt. <laughs> There you go. That'd be awesome. And it's a good way yeah. for them to get that crate Luke, uh, crate Luke figure back out there because he's commanding a high value on the secondary market uh, without true. having to do a retread. So, Not to interrupt, but while you're on the Shadows of the Sith uh, train of yeah. the same era from the book, who's also in the comics, I would love to see an Ochi of Bastoon. Yep. In his, uh, with his, in the movie, he kind of looks like a dried up prune or something. He looks like a SpongeBob when he goes into Sandy's uh, dome without the water. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> water! He looks... Yeah, <laughs> but I really love the look of his mask, his uh, helmet from the comics. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that would be really cool. That that would be rad. He can come with the Sith dagger. Uh, you know, this blade yeah, has done terrible sure. things. Um, a way to get some. We learn more episode about nine that. stuff. Yep, and uh, in, they, the in the book they describe him as oh, he's got a grotesque, tight little face with gross little <laughs> mechanical eyes. It's like yeah, yeah, he's gross. He does. <laughs> um, but yeah, and like you know, if they were to ever make a an Ewok village. Leia in TVC, which we've got mm-hmm. coming in Black Series, and hopefully it's for the fortieth. I hope to go with the new Han. That would be you would perfect. love that. And then guess what? They could you know really leverage that to make the wedding dress version. I'm sure uh, mm-hmm. based on the book, how I've read the book, they could leverage the new Han that they do to also make a wedding version. They could make. Say, did he get dressed back. up very much? It seems like he kind of doesn't get dressed. Lando up tricked him into wearing a nice jacket. That was about it. So. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then, you know, High Republic characters, Markeon Rowe, Stellan Geo, Save Our Chris, Buryaga, the Wookiee Jedi, um, <laughs> Geode, uh, things like that. Oh, yeah. Geode would be easy. Just can't Super make, articulated Geode. Yeah, put a rock in there. Uh, call it good. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's just a lot that they could do there. I would love to see Quinlan and Ventress from Dark Disciple. Put them on Clone Wars cards because, you know. Yes. Yes, yes, Clone yes. Wars story. Uh, Rail Avaros from Master and Apprentice. Um, I may or may not have a card back for that that I was playing with uh, some fun Sorry technology for. So, <laughs> yeah. Again, to reiterate it for the eighth time, but yeah, a lot of these could be very, a little bit low tooling um, to, to not supersede any of the other figures that we want in the main line, of course, but just another way to expand it, get some more fans coming into the line, get some more of the the book fans who maybe don't collect as much yeah. to get excited about stuff. And that can only, you know, help bring more people into the line, boost the profile of these things that aren't the movies and TV shows, you know, like mm-hmm. there's a better chance someone will know about a video game like Jedi survivor than they would about the princess and the scoundrel or shadow of the Sith. So I don't know. Yeah. Again, going back to thinking of young me seeing these figures and being incredibly curious of where they're from and then just learning and devouring more star Wars lore and getting further into the fandom. Uh, I think it's sad to not see that happen in the modern era. So what can you do? Um, I did open up the floor the other day on Instagram just for some responses to see what uh, you, the listeners or the Instagram followers were kind of thinking Uh, just a few of the responses, Captain Cardinal, you know, he's in black series already. Uh, Mm -hmm. He was in a Phasma book. So 
easy. Ventress from Dark Disciple, uh, Dash Rendar, everybody's favorite Han Solo wannabe, as you said. Uh, Dark Disciple, Vent- Ventress, and Quinlan again. Uh, Joris Kaboth and uh, Pelion to round out the Heir to the Empire cast. Uh, you know Patrick loves uh, Joris, so yes, let's yeah. get him in. Use that ripped, shredded body for a new uh, the mall, as we said. Yeah, yeah. Got to have soft goods robe <laughs> to have it open and flowing like on the book cover. So yeah, uh, Lewis wrote in and said uh, Marquion Row. Yeah, Lewis Marquion Row rocks. Uh, someone said Harry Potter. You know what? Whatever, I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> Watto. Uh, I don't remember <laughs> Watto's book. Um, yeah. And Bylart Valance or, you know, Avar Chris, more really? higher public, oh, yes. higher public folks. So Valance is another from. one. He was, he was in the original Marvel comics and now has been reintroduced into the new canon for within the last couple of years. Yeah. With his own That'd series, cool. he, essentially. Yeah. He could go with Jackson for sure. Yeah. I'm just trying to get Jackson. Jackson is my most wanted uh, publishing figure overall. I would say. Keep putting them on your list, John, though. They like your lists. They like your lists. <laughs> I will stop making lists because anything that yes. I want, they look at it and they say, this is not what we should make. So there we go. Clearly. Sorry, gang. Good thing. All of yes. you seem to hate my choices anyway. So, <laughs> I'll, I'll put a couple High Republic figures on next year. Yeah, I yeah. read the books by then. We'll see. Yeah, I hope so, man. They're good. Phase two kicks off I'd, next I'd month. I'd like to. I'd so. like to. Yep. Well, phase two is a prequel era, so uh, prequel phase. So you got time, really. Okay. All, right. All right. Well, hey, any final thoughts on publishing greats, literary legends, page punchers? Let's get them in. Let's get them in. Let's get them going. Come on. Sweet. I agree. We need them. All right. Well, hey, gang, I think that's a perfect place to kind of wind down on this episode of the SWTVC podcast. Uh, As always, if you can find the link in our bio on at SWTVC on Instagram, feel free to like and share and review or whatever the show. It definitely helps us out. Uh, Hopefully this episode will be on Apple podcasts when it's supposed to be still trying to figure that out with the previous episode. Uh, Hopefully you can disregard this part by the time this episode drops. So (laughs) whatever. All right. Well, for the SWTVC podcast, I'm Evan. And uh, as always, Balance the Scales, Hasbro. Back TVC. Finish the 96. Keep 375 alive. And may the force be with you.